You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's show, Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and as promised, Stephen Christensen, founder of Teen Entrepreneur Academy, is our guest for this segment. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, advertising on our radio show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain very valuable exposure through their support of our program. And with our exclusive Prospect Engagement Program, we can deliver up to 23 warm prospects to each of our advertisers each year. If you'd like to learn more about this unique opportunity, visit and call Rose Chamora, 951-515-4661. Let me say that again, 951-515-4661. Stephen, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. Glad to be here. It's good to have you here. Tell me a little bit about you before we get into the Teen Academy. Just what is it? What's your background? Born and raised in New York City. Okay. And moved out to California. Married a California girl 30 years ago. Bless you. And uh, Come relocated. out here and take our women. <laughs> well, I met her in New York. Okay, well, let's see. She was in New there. York. And, and <laughs> we were going to get married, and she said, well, let's go to California. I'd never been here. And came out here and uh, started working at UC Irvine. Right. When Dan Aldrich was the chancellor in Jeez. 1983. Okay. And you just stayed? Stayed. Why couldn't you? And what do you do now? Right now, I am the Dean of the School of Business at Concordia University, where I also serve as Executive Vice President of External Relations. Okay. And so how did the Teen Entrepreneur Academy get started? What is the Teen? I, we just missed your big event. It was a week ago, last Friday. I'm sorry about that. I hear it was great. But talk to me about empowering teenpreneurs. Well, you know, some we know that people say uh, you're never too old to learn new things, and we say you're never too young to learn principles of business. Okay. So the academy came about four years ago when I read a Gallup study. A Gallup study said that 85% of high school students in America, they interviewed a million of them, wish they had more business education. I think that's true. And 80% said they want to start their own business. Wow. One step further, 75% of those who dropped out of high school uh-huh. said they would not have if the curriculum was more relevant. Oh, my gosh. So I began to think to myself, well, what can I do to respond to this problem? Right. Uh, they want more business education. We teach business at Concordia. I teach entrepreneurship. They want to start a business. So the idea came about was, well, what if we did a summer program for teens teaching them business startup strategies self-responsibility, and a free enterprise mindset and see if anybody would be interested. And what do you define as a teen? A teen is 13 to uh, 18. It's okay. anyone who's in – it's really a high school okay. entrepreneur academy. Okay. So they're freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors, and we have a full mix across the curriculum when they participate in our teen entrepreneur academy. Okay. Now, if they're under 13, then they're called kidpreneurs. <laughs> and then when they're in college, they're collegepreneurs. Okay. And then you also, when you retire, you're a seniorpreneur, and then they have boomerpreneurs. <laughs> so you got all of these categories. But we deal with the teenpreneurs. Just making up words over there. And actually, my granddaughter, uh, who's a six months, my daughter oh. worked at the academy and helped us. She's now a babypreneur because she spent a week at the academy. <laughs> <laughs> six months old, little baby. She probably selling lemonade or something. My goodness, this is it's a family affair. Then it's it a family affair. Yes. So how many students attended this year's academy? This was our third year. First year we had 40, second year 60, third year 80. 100% increase in three years. Right. 
And um, I wish I could tell you the magic to marketing it and the secret to all of this. We've, uh, we've done search engine optimization and other things, do some ads locally. But this year, the 80 students came from six states, three really? countries. Really? Uh, probably 75% of Southern California, they'll find us. Okay. But we had Canada, Taiwan, China, Japan, uh, New York, Chicago, Florida, Texas. And I asked the students, how'd you find us? Like the, the student from Canada, uh, uh-huh. a Chinese student, Henry Lee. He said, well, I looked online for um, business summer camp. And, you know, we even, we came up. You know, wow. We weren't first, but we will be Close soon enough, after this yeah. radio show gets out there. Of course. Yeah, that's all you need. It puts you right to the top. Well, you know, I've been a judge for an organization called Future Business Leaders of America. FBL, yep. Yeah, FBLA, right? And, and it's amazing and inspiring to me to see these young people who – certainly lack the experience and aren't as polished, but have such great uh, perspective and energy and enthusiasm for what they're doing. It is, uh, I think it's it's a shame that we don't do more with economics in, in high school and with business. Because I heard a gentleman on Bloomberg Radio a couple of weeks ago, if not a month ago, who said that uh, the, the prediction is within five years, I think, 50% of the U.S. Uh, uh, population will be employed by themselves, will will be self-employed, and that um, that's a relative uh, similarity to what the history of the country was. It's only a recent phenomenon where people graduated and they went to work for corporate America. There was no corporate America right. before after the kind of the world war and that kind of thing. So I'm thinking if more and more people are going to take, I think, take responsibility for their own career, owning their own business, being an entrepreneur, they ought to get trained about it as early as possible, right? Well, we would agree with that. And, you know, there's over 2,000 uh, new businesses started a day in this country. And so that trend is already underway. Uh, and what happens with the teenagers is they're naturally inquisitive. Yes. They're naturally curious. They're naturally creative. They're naturally innovative. And they're natural risk takers because they don't have much to lose because they don't have anything. Exactly. And they're not jaded because they haven't been down the road and kind of, they still have that spark. But what happens is somehow the system actually takes that creativity out of them yes. and, and forces them to begin to conform Yes, uh, because there's you know, common standards for everyone. Right. But we're all different. We yeah. have different creativities. And so they actually lose that oh. uh, if they stick to the system too much. And I don't fault the high schools. They have a lot of work to do, yes. teaching critical thinking, communication, right. so forth. The thing is they just don't have the bandwidth, uh, although today in Orange County there are probably 20 high schools that actually have an entrepreneurship class really? or afternoon club Good. underway for students. Good, because you've got to teach to the curriculum, right? You have to cle- right. You, teachers have to teach to the test in today's, in today's world, at least in my opinion here. My wife's a teacher, so full disclosure. But some of their freedom to improvise is taken away because you've got to kind of teach to the, to the outline. So again, these type of classes need to really be focused either uh, through local communities or top-down. The, organ- the educational institution has to realize we're a capitalist economy, and you need to bring entrepreneurship at a very early age to people, right? Yeah, and what schools have done then, if they cannot fit it into the day curriculum, because they need all of the curriculum in high school, how to think and communicate. We, yeah. we, we need well-rounded uh, young people that can read, uh, liberal arts core. So what many schools have done is they've created after-school programs. So just like you'll have the, the tennis club or the basketball club, they'll have an entrepreneurship club. And that would be a, a recognized student group. And then um, they have high school competitions. So there are business plan competitions. I don't know if you know this, but two years ago, Costa Mesa High School 
won the national championship I didn't in the that. business plan competition. Wow. So they first compete in Southern California regionals, right. then they go to the state, and then they go to Washington, D.C. for the nationals. So Costa Mesa High School won it two years ago. The year before that, Fort Hamilton High School in Brooklyn, New York, where my mom went. Hey, <laughs> oh, look at that. You're a long lineage of entrepreneurs then. We're talking with Stephen Christensen. He is the founder of the Teen Entrepreneur Academy, as well as the dean of the business school for Concordia University and the executive vice president of Concordia University in Irvine. You're listening to the Critical Mass radio show. So we have about three minutes, and, and I didn't want to get into this right now, but let's start it, and then we'll pick it up on the other side if we need to. Talk to me about the Teen Entrepreneur Academy business plan competition. What 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 did we miss by not being there last Friday? Well, well first of all, the, the Teen Entrepreneur Academy is a full immersion program. The students arrive on our campus on Sunday afternoon. They live in the dorm all week, and they don't leave till Saturday afternoon. Friday is the business plan competition. So they are totally immersed in the total college experience, living in the dorms, eating the meals, that? and going to class as we're teaching them how to launch their business. So it's an immersion program. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay. So during the week, we have a template PowerPoint presentation, an investor PowerPoint presentation, 12 slides. So we give them the PowerPoint, and I also give them the judge's scoring sheet. So I say to them, who wants the answers to the test? I'm going to give you the answers to the test because we want you to pass the test. Right. And so as you do your PowerPoint and prepare it, you can actually evaluate your own self as to how you're scoring in each of the way the judges are going to look at you. So there's no surprises. And they work all week. We bring in different speakers, business experts, or Wing Lamb, and other successful entrepreneurs who talk about launching their businesses, key strategies, and all of this to get them ready for the business plan competition. And the business plan competition takes place? On Friday. Yes. But here's what we do. On Thursday, Thursday afternoon, I bring in this year, I brought in 60 executives as coaches. Oh, wow. The students have the first draft of their PowerPoint presentation ready. Yeah. And the executives come in and spend two hours with them going through the presentation, asking questions, clarifying issues, focusing them to better prepare them for the business plan competition the next day. And teach them how important a mentor is. Yeah. And so we are grateful to so many banks and other companies that have come in and uh, Bruce Corzine from uh, Risk Management Association Board uh, recruits many bankers and other executives, and they come in and they volunteer their time, and they work and they work two executives per team. And the students, by the way, work in teams of three to four. Good. So these eighty come in, they don't know each other, and they're put into teams, and they have to work together just like in the real world. When they show up at Google, you know, they're right. put in a team, and this is your person, and right. they might not look like me and act like me, but. We're going to work together now because we have this common interest, and we love business and entrepreneurship. So they're forced to work together, and all day, uh, each day, we're going through these slides, preparing them, preparing them, preparing them. Hmm. Well, we're going to keep this conversation going. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have uh, teenage children, maybe you missed this year's uh, event, but you maybe you can sign up for the Entrepreneur Academy next year. We're talking with Stephen Christensen. We'll be right back after these words from our radio show sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. 
Brandon University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Stephen Christensen, founder of the Teen Entrepreneur Academy, is our guest. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 15,000, actually 15,772 shows in the last 30 days. Um, we here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. Uh, we, You can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, and various other podcasting sites. And many of our past guests have put their show on their website as well. All right, so let's finish the business plan competition. We got up to Thursday night, Stephen Christensen. So, so they've been coached now, and the coaching session ends at 4 o'clock, and then they're up all night polishing and updating oh, their fine. PowerPoint presentation. Actually, literally 4 o'clock in the morning, depending upon how much they want to put into it. The next day is the qualifying round. We had 20 teams this year. Every team presents, and it's an eight-minute presentation. And we have a panel of 10 judges, CEOs, and entrepreneurs with the goal of selecting the top three. So the top three go to the final round competition, which is Friday at 5 o'clock, open to the public, parents, donors, friends, anybody who wants to come. The interesting thing, as they're working on Thursday night, I always get the question, Does everyone have to speak? Everybody on the team has to take at least one slide. Now, you're dealing with some teens who are introverts, shy, quiet, and and, and part of me almost wants to cave in and say, well, if you don't... No, everyone has to speak, and and, and that's part of the experience. So whether or not they're going to start their own business is not as important as that they understand the principles of a business launching and of entrepreneurship and begin to have the entrepreneurial mindset, which basically sees problems as opportunities. Yes. So it's entrepreneurship we're teaching for life. So if they go work for your company, because they've done a startup budget and a five-year pro forma and they understand customer needs, 
Um, we want them to think like an owner so they're going to be more conscientious, not just showing up like teens do today physically, right. but showing up mentally right. and engaged in that workplace. All right. Asking better questions. Yes. Bringing their Shutting off the lights. Yeah. Thinking not like, wasting paper because they did the startup budget. There's all kinds of long-term benefit to this, isn't there? So tell me about the three teams that got selected. To- so there was a great competition, three teams selected. Uh, I'll talk about the winning team. Sure. Because they, they, their plan was for um, Stop Drop, a company that would create uh, some sort of uh, Velcro device so that surgeons don't drop medical equipment and surgeries. But they had all the statistics and data on all this. But the interesting thing about that team, four students, one guy from Michigan found us online, one girl from Taiwan found us online, one girl from Fremont, Northern California found us online, and one girl from uh, Irvine, a uh, high school in Irvine. Wow. Never knew each other, came together. I mean, these are different countries, cultures, and they work together to present uh, and win the business. Well, who comes up with the business idea? They do. Okay, so they have to research a market and find a business. Yeah, and, and, and you have two groups of students who come, some who already have an idea in their mind for something, okay. and others that they get together and begin to brainstorm, again, looking at problems or issues that they deal with that need a solution. Right. So it's up to them. I don't. I don't spoon feed any ideas to them. That that's it's their deal. And okay. at the end of the day, not only teens, but most people have an idea in their mind or their passion in their heart for something they'd love to create. And so this just comes out. And but there is some deliberate. I had one student where she was literally almost in tears about the teams because she she wanted to do so well. She was saying, "Well, what if I get on the wrong team?" Oh. And what if my, my teammates don't deliver and all of this? And actually, she ended up on a second-place team, but she was so concerned about you know, the ability to perform and who she might, quote-unquote, get stuck with. Right. But yet, you know, she was one of our brightest students, and they, and they took second place. But it's just amazing to see what goes through their minds. And again, I'll use the Google. When, when you go to work for Google, you don't know what team they're going to put you on. Right. You and and yeah. it's life. So right. I said, just relax. Uh, we, we did some breathing exercises. We had professional uh, coaching speakers come in and have breathing exercises and how to relax. So we had presentation skills. And so it's not just the business principles and entrepreneurship and marketing and all uh-huh. this, but also uh, public speaking and presentation skills. So was this videotaped? I mean, if we didn't have the chance to go, can yeah, we? The whole thing's it- been videotaped. We'll upload it onto our uh, YouTube channel, Teen Entrepreneur. Uh, we'll show the three uh, finalists. Okay. But all teams were, were videotaped. And, uh, you know, one student said to me, he said, you know, I came to this academy uh, not knowing much about business and entrepreneurship. And he says, I've learned more than I ever could have imagined. And wow. it's typical. All right. And uh, so that's what we're trying to do. Is do you ever have students come back? Uh, yes, every year. Actually, a student who uh, was there last year, they want to come back as a peer advisor. Okay, they can do that? Yeah. And each year we have different speakers. The curriculum is always the same, but they can come back and help the others. So okay. this year, uh, the last uh, year's two winners came back to help the other team. Oh, how nice is that? So... We only have a few minutes left. I, I did want to, since you are also the dean for the School of Business at Concordia University, can we talk a little bit about your business school? Sure. Okay, so you're talking to CEOs of middle market companies, entrepreneurs, etc. Uh, what type of programs are available maybe for working adults? Well, we have a degree completion program. If, if you have a working adult who's been promoted and has not completed their degree, okay. evening class is convenient 18 months, and they can come and complete the degree. Okay. We have an MBA program, okay. which is best business practices, a very practical MBA program for working adults. All right. 
And, of course, we have the traditional liberal arts undergraduate uh, business education. Uh-huh. School of Business, uh, about 350 undergrads and 150 in the MBA program. Okay. So it's one of our largest programs at Concordia. We've been in, our, in Irvine for 40 years. Okay. Uh, small private Christian university uh, in Turtle Rock on top of the hill. Right. About a mile from UCI. And actually we collaborate with some things uh, at UC Irvine uh, on the Entrepreneur Academy program and if a, if a small business owner wanted to maybe talk with you about any projects for students or anything like that, d- does Concordia do that type of work yes, as well? Yes, we have an institute for strategic marketing headed, okay. headed up by our marketing professor, Carolyn Shirey. Okay. And they actually select companies and do consulting projects just as a client project would be done for one semester, usually marketing, advertising, branding, right. social media. And at the end of the semester, we'll deliver a report okay. and, and a product. Uh, our marketing team has twice taken first place in national competitions, wow. and so if a company is interested, I would say apply early because they only do two a semester. And is there a fee for that? There is a fee. It depends upon uh, sales, but you know, on the low end, it's fifteen hundred, on the high end, it's five thousand, so and it's you get something affordable. you pay a hundred thousand dollars for. Right. And you know, the interesting thing to me, and I'm talking with Stephen Christensen, who, in addition to be the founder of Teen Entrepreneur Academy, is the dean for the School of Business and Concordia University in Irvine. Um, interesting thing to me is. Not a lot. Not enough small companies have marketing departments. It seems to be an area where they don't invest money. Well, not only that, um, for the small business owner, they can't do it all. So they end up trying to do the marketing, trying to do social media, and do all of these things, and they're not working on their business. Right now, they feel very productive, but they're not getting customers. <laughs> and so what I'm saying is, you need to outsource non-essential work so you could do whatever it is you're passionate about that started your business that can grow to business. Right. And 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 you know, working for Facebook for two or three hours on on the web, it might be productive, but you you might not be accomplishing your goals and growing your business. Right. All right. Well, hopefully, some of the at least in the Southern California marketplace, because this show is beamed around the world on octalkradio.net, and the podcasts are certainly listened to, but. Uh, throughout the country, if not the world. Maybe some people in Southern California will take a look at Concordia University, either to send their employees as students or enroll themselves, or maybe look for an opportunity to partner with your business school. That would be great. Absolutely. Uh, You've been a great guest, Stephen. I really enjoyed this time. Thank you for helping students and teens to understand the value of being an entrepreneur. It's the future of the country, I think. It's really an important thing to learn, a good skill. I had to start learning it at 49 years old, not the time you want to be your first-time entrepreneur. But thank God it's worked out so far. So thanks for being a friend of the program and part of our business community. My pleasure. If someone wants to learn more about Concordia University, how do they find you online? CUI.edu. Give me that again. CUI.edu. Nice. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our sponsors because without them, we wouldn't be here talking with such interesting guests as we've had today. Uh, They are Brandman University. Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, S&H Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. Our engineer for today is Paul Roberts. Crystal Nunley is our producer. Guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. Asia Celestino is our event manager and marketing strategist. Melissa Padani does our social media. Rose Chamorro is the VP of Sales, and I'm your host, Rick Francie. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business, maybe you want to refer a future guest or even advertise on our radio show, visit Critical Mass for, spelled F-O-R, business.com. Until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your firm in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 